The Gratitude Podcast, episode 64. We never see the beautiful picture God has painted for us because we're always standing on the canvas. And life is about perspective. And what seems like, you know, a dark color that's around you when you pull back might be a beautiful painting. And that's sort of how life is. You need to trust that whatever you're going through, whatever's happening now, there's always a bigger moment for that. And some beauty will come out of it. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today with me, I have Robert Clancy. He is a gifted technology entrepreneur, a number one best-selling international author, a spiritual teacher, and an inspirational speaker from New York. At age 19, Robert had a divine spiritual experience that greatly altered his life. In 2012, he started Robert Clancy Guide to the Soul Facebook fan page, where he shares his divinely inspired thoughts, where he is now followed by over half a million people worldwide. He is also a regular contributor on Los Angeles KBC Radio's Late Night Health Radio Show, and through his passion and ex- exceptional, uh, in exceptional design and in innovative technology, he co-founded Spiral Design Studio more than 25 years ago to lead an award-winning creative team in the evolution of major corporate brands, marketing, and web development. He's also a husband and father, uh, but... What's also really interesting about him is that he's a fifth degree master black belt martial arts instructor. I think this is, this is like a really wide array of um, uh, things that he's really good at. And I'm really happy to, to be able to uh, have him here for you. Robert, welcome to the Gratitude Podcast. Well, thanks for having me here today. And uh, yeah, I paid you well for all that introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I, I, I think I don't usually do uh, these kinds of uh, long introductions, but I think that there are so many uh, interesting things about you and about what you did until now that it's important for us, for our listeners to, to get to know you better uh, from the beginning and to see where where all the ideas come from and uh, um, all of the things that you've managed to create in your life by uh, applying the principles that you live by. Great. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. And uh, I love connecting with people. So that's one of my main uh, goals in life. <laughs> that's wonderful. That's wonderful. All right. So uh, my first question is, what does gratitude mean for you, Robert? Well, true gratitude for me is knowing every single day you have can begin with a sunrise in your heart, but it's up to you to bring that light to the world. And it's about um, first sharing a smile with yourself for being grateful that you're still here, that you made it through another day. 
and that you have another day to begin again. Every day is a renewal. So if you had a bad day the day before, you have a new day coming. So that's the gratitude of that moment and knowing that, yeah, you know, the sun's out today and even the sun has to face um, clouds and dark days, but it still has to shine. It never stops shining. And I think that we can take a hint from the sun. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's it's like gratitude. It's always there in, in the background of, of our um, hearts. Um, and sometimes it gets cloudy. Sometimes um, the weather is uh, really <laughs> not good. <laughs> and um, but sometimes it shines, and uh, it's it's very beautiful when when we're enjoying that. Um, but do you have a, a certain quote that you love about gratitude? I know that you love quotes, and I I know that yes. you have uh, <laughs> several quotes of your own. So let us know. Yeah, you know, um, it's giving thanks, you know, for the family that surrounds you. Give thanks for the love that surrounds you. Give thanks that God's grace has found you. And just give thanks with all of your heart. That's mm -hmm. what gratitude is. It's just giving thanks for everything in your life, all the circles that surround you, your family, your friends, your business circles, and then the world. And you have all of those pieces that you can connect to. And, uh, I always find that bring your smile and that's the best way to start it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We also uh, had the, had the meeting before actually having the, uh, this interview and you mentioned something that I thought it was just brilliant uh, to see our life as a, as a painting, like us being yes. on the canvas. <laughs> Do you want to, uh, to share with, with us uh, yeah. a little bit about this? I I wrote those words a few years, a couple of years ago, and it's, um, we never see the beautiful picture God has painted for us because we're always standing on the canvas. And life is about perspective. And what seems like, you know, a dark color that's around you when you pull back might be a beautiful painting. And that's sort of how life is. You need to trust that whatever you're going through, whatever's happening now, there's always a bigger moment for that. And some beauty will come out of it as difficult as the loss of somebody close to you, um, some kind of difficulty in your life. I always look at, you know, life is about growing and it's always growing in a new direction. All plant life and everything on this planet reaches for the light. And that's what we should be doing. It's the same thing. It's the way the earth is. And if you look up, that's where the light is. And look up has a metaphor of raising your chin and raising your heart to that level too, and trying to understand the bigger picture. And that's where you can find peace. I love it. I love it. For me, it's, it's very powerful because um, I, I can imagine being on the canvas. I, I can imagine being uh, having a certain color uh, around me. And uh, when I, when I look at it as a, as a masterpiece, as a, um, as a painting, a beautiful painting, and seeing myself as just little part of it, and seeing the whole picture is something very, uh, very visual and very beautiful to see. Th there is actually uh, this movie, but I, I really don't remember. Um, it's a movie with with the afterlife in which. Yes, Robin Williams. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly, and uh, 
I, I love when when I think about this picture, I think about um, that movie, uh, and I think that it's it's so so visual and it's so easy to to see our life in this way. And it's I think it's very helpful when when we are in a dark place to see that in fact it's it's just a part of the canvas and to see uh, to see the whole perspective. I, I think this is something that's very useful for us and also the the black parts or the darker parts help highlight the beautiful parts in a painting right yeah and that movie is what dreams may come yeah and uh i actually uh recently spoke to the producer of that movie wow uh he wow. produced somewhere in time uh, as well that had uh christopher reeve and uh jane seymour And uh, he also produced that movie with Robin Williams and uh, a couple of other movies. But I had a great conversation with him. Yeah, I, I think you you need to be really brilliant to be able to uh, to produce such a a masterpiece. Of, uh... Yeah, and when you were speaking, I was thinking, you know, it just it brought a thought to my mind. I get the same feeling when I'm at a wedding and when I'm at a funeral, when it regards love. Mm -hmm. they're both you know it's like a sad love you know when people are grieving but it's the same intensity mm -hmm. and it just means that love is on both sides of that equation that mm -hmm. love when you're at a wedding and everybody is just so happy but they're they're also just beaming with that love uh for the couple that's being married for everybody gathering and then you also have that and recently my niece um You know, uh, her wedding uh, happened uh, about two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And um, her 19-year-old sister had passed away a couple of years ago. So it was a wedding that had both of those at the same time, that, that sadness with the happiness mm. together. So it was even more intense at that wedding. It was just an amazing experience and a great family gathering. Definitely. And that's that gratitude, the appreciation for those that are there and those that couldn't be there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think this um that in general death it's something that we we can't escape and um death in in smaller parts like when a cycle ends is is making us actually appreciate experiences more, right? Like when Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. like like when we um We know, for instance, when we when we are on a, on a trip in in a vacation, we know that it's I don't know it's a week, and we have a week to visit that place and to enjoy that place. And when we when we are there, it's like we are present. We appreciate everything, and uh, I think it's it's the same in in many other situations. But if, it's of almost, course, if, uh, <laughs> yeah, that you you don't begin to appreciate life until death is knocking at your door. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's quite interesting to to be honest, and I think that this is one of the reasons why we get to appreciate life even more because when we uh, get to know that it's not forever and that uh, at one point we will all pass away, it's it's something there that that makes us appreciate right. it much much more, isn't it? And I always look at it that we're supposed to ride it all out. The good and the bad, you can't escape, you know, and, and taking the easy way out. I know a lot of people struggle with depression and even suicide is, is very difficult uh, topic. And, and a lot of people are struggling with that. And my mission is to 
change that perspective that, you know, get through it. This just because there's a storm doesn't mean it's not going to clear up whatever you're going through in life. And I, I met this young man who ended up in the hospital. Um, I was invited over and it was the suicide lockdown ward. And I got to sit with a group of about 12 people who all attempted suicide the week prior. And this young man came in, he had an IV pole, he was all bruised up, whatever he did. And um, I said, so what's going on? And he said, I lost my dad and he was my best friend and I can't live without him. And uh, I just, I just can't live like that. And I said, do you have kids? And I knew the answer was no. I just, cause he was, he was young. I mean, he could have had kids, but I, I assumed he didn't. And he said, no. And I said, well, don't you want to be the dad for your kids that you, that your dad was for you? And he literally tears came out of his down his cheeks. And he said, I never thought about that. That's perspective. It changed his whole outlook. And he was smiling ear to ear a couple minutes later. And then he realized, what am I doing? Exactly. Exactly. The best way I can honor my dad's legacy is to be that kind of dad. And he, he realized he was throwing that away. And I said, if your dad was here, he'd tell you that right now. Wow. This is deep. It's yeah. really beautiful. And yeah, <clears throat> I think those were the, the perfect words to say at that, at that moment. I'm sure you were, you were inspired to, to do so. Yes. And each person I had words for each of them that I met with. Some were struggling because they, this one woman said, I've always had labels on me. I'm you know, labeled bipolar. I'm labeled this. I'm labeled that. And I just turned to him and I said, you know what else has labels? Fine wine. <laughs> but it's only best when it's opened and allowed to breathe. Mm. So be open and just breathe and enjoy life. And she said, I needed to hear that. <laughs> then she went away smiling because she said, I've got labels. <laughs> like fine wine. <laughs> oh, that's so, so amazing. I I have the same opinion about labels. I I don't think it's it's good for us to to see ourselves like we we have all kinds like we're depressed or that we are bipolar or anything because right. we will actually think that we are that and it's not something that we're going through. It's something that we are and that that's right. really not good for us in any way. Well, each of us are unique, and I I think that each person has a superpower, and even something that you think is is uh, like bipolar or something like that, that's, that's uh, a negative on you. Think of all the superheroes and how they've had something like that that they thought was negative, and then they, they used it for the greater good of humanity in some way. So if you find your, your purpose, we're all wired differently. That's the unique thing about life, that we each have our own journey and we each have our own voice and our own heart and our own perceptions and if you can change your perceptions to positive, that's just the, how, how you can transcend anything that's coming at you. And that, that's gratitude. That's knowing that thanks that I made the way that I am for a reason. But how, how do we do this? How, or um, when it's hard to be grateful, how do we get back to gratitude? Yeah, I know that's a difficult challenge. Some people, and I, I've talked uh, recently with, with some people that were struggling with um, you know, depression and suicide, and they, they just felt hopeless. And the one thing you have to realize is hope will never leave your side unless you choose to let go of it. 
it's that unique. It's, there's no synonym for hope. There's no synonym for love. Those two words are, are so um, just made the way that they are, and they're just one thing. And if you think about it, the only way you can lose hope is if you lose it and let go of it. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> that's the return to gratitude, knowing that I can hold on to that no matter what. And you look at people that have survived serious things and people that they were with gave up on hope and let go. And who made it through? The people that did not let go of that. The people mm-hmm. that said, all right, I'm going to hang on no matter what. I'm going to fight this to the end and I will get out of this. And I saw a recent thing where these two guys in the, I think it was the 19, early 1900s, uh, just in the uh, start of aviation, and they were going to circumvent the, the world. And at that time, it was really challenging. And they started, you know, in California or something. Well, their plane crashed in a mountain in Alaska wow. somewhere. And they did not have the gear, you know, to to survive this trek. Mm-hmm. And somehow they said, we're going to do it. And they started, they they pulled themselves together. They They got, you know, harvested things off the plane. Somehow they survived the crash. Um, they're in the middle of nowhere. It was, yeah, there's no search party coming <laughs> and they walked out. They just kept going wow. because they never let go of hope that they were going to find something. And then they came upon this like small camp somewhere in the mountains and they're like, Oh my God, we're saved. You know, and <laughs> they went on to become heroes in, in that sense that, you know, uh, amazing pilots. And at that time, you know, it was really difficult to do what they were going to do. Wow. Wow. This is really inspiring. And I think yeah. it's, it's a good metaphor for our own life. Like sometimes we feel that we crashed <clears throat> and uh, that there's no hope, like there's nothing to see for quite a while in the future, nothing good to see. Uh, but hanging on to that, hanging on to hope can can really get us back on track and right. can actually turn us into heroes at, at one point, yeah. right? <laughs> and I'm always inspired by, you know, Olympic athletes and people that have had adversity or some kind of challenge or and they they, they go back and they, you know, time and time again and, and they'll just pick themselves up and, and go for the gold. You know, they're they're working for that and push themselves to those limits to really, you know, it takes focus. It takes practice. And I, I talked to a lot of my martial arts students, you know, I said, um, how, how many of you are really good swimmers? And they put their hands up. I said, uh, well, if you're a good swimmer, how come you're not in the Olympics? <laughs> and they realized they're like, why am I not in the Olympics? And it's practice, it's dedication. And it takes that practice. And that's the same with martial arts. You can't just be shown a technique and then, you know, expect that you're the best at it, you know, so they want to learn the next technique they're, they're They've learned that. So they're, you know, okay, thanks for showing me that. I want to get the next one. I said, yeah, but you haven't mastered that one. Mm. Like mastering a swimming technique, just because you can play a musical instrument, you know, you start learning the scales very slowly on guitar or piano or whatever. And when you start playing it slow and then you get faster and faster at it, well, it's the same thing with martial arts. It's the same thing with anything that you do. It takes focus and practice. And when you slow things down and really work at it, you get better at it. So it's taking your time. And there's a big part of that in everything that we do is, is taking in those small moments. 
Exactly. And I think it's exactly the same way with gratitude. Like if we're not used to being grateful, to appreciating the things in our life, the people in our life, it takes practice. We have to do this every day or at least a couple of days a week and practice, practice, practice until we, we actually get better and better and develop that muscle so so that right. it will make it easier for us. But um, what practices do you recommend, by the way, uh, when it comes to gratitude? Well, I have a little routine. Every night and I, when I go to sleep, I say a prayer. And I, I'm thankful for the day. And then I go to sleep because I, I think it, it brings better dreams. It centers me. And when I wake up, I smile before my feet hit the floor. And I just look forward to the day and, and taking on whatever that is. And I try to think of an inspirational thought of some type. And then I post it, you know, typically on my Facebook page. And then I, then I go about my day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the other is that I try to smile throughout the day and uh, it changes the chemistry in your mind. It's something that you can, uh, that's scientifically proven that, you know, if you, if you smile, I know, um, a great guy, Swami Sadashiva Tirtha is a friend of mine. He wrote um, the book, uh, 21 Days to, to a Joyful Life. And in his you know, book, he goes through all those little daily routines. But he also, at a very early age, lost both of his parents in a horrible car accident. And here's the guy who writes about joy <laughs> in life. That's gratitude. That's transcending it. Wow. Well, then that's really inspiring. And I think it teaches us something really important that, that the things that happened to us or that happened in the past don't need to um, make our future in a, in a certain way. Don't need to, uh, we don't need to be sad or depressed if something happened in, in uh, sometime in our history. Um, right. But actually we can choose gratitude we can choose joy we can choose love and uh it's actually something that we can do about it it's not yeah. given somehow yeah Absolutely. i love it i love it so um when was the first time that you actually experienced gratitude like um you may have heard about it in the past but actually experiencing it as a as a really personal experience and this is what i'm referring to yeah i think my earliest memories before i could speak it was seeing my mom uh my mother come into my room and she was smiling and i just remember that smile and she had that on her face throughout her entire life so i i look back at at the entirety of her life and realize that i lived with that smile and that's gratitude of of knowing that you know i had a mother that did that for me and did it for everybody because at her wake during her funeral, I, she was a beautician and people, uh, these women would come up to me and say, you know, your mother always made me look beautiful, but more than that, she always made me feel beautiful. And that's, that's gratitude. So my earliest memories was my, my parents and, and my, especially my mother was my first earliest memory of that. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. And um, I think one thing that's that's important about uh, what you just said, many things are important, but this one, I think it's uh, really interesting that um, 
more than the actual um, outlook, the, how we look on the outside, it's important that we feel appreciated. And this makes us radiate. This makes us be even more beautiful from the inside, right? Right. And when you can bring that to other people, that's when you create beauty because you're sharing that love with everyone. And love is such a simple word, yet it simply means everything. And it's how we're connected to the very fabric of the universe. It's like the threads that hold it all together and connect us together. And using that, and I have a great acronym uh, for love. It's leadership, opportunity, volunteerism, and enthusiasm. And you bring all of that into your heart because you need to lead with love. You need to create opportunities with love. Bring volunteerism is creating love. And enthusiasm is the just the manifestation of everything else that comes from that. So you bring that out into the world and you have everything that you ever need. <laughs> That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. And um, I know that you, you've had some experiences before um, having that spiritual experience, like not, not so positive experiences, we, we could say. And uh, I'm wondering if you have a message for our younger listeners uh, about gratitude. Yeah, it's, um, I, I, I wrote these words and these were what I think I wanted to share today. It's as humans, we're all flawed, but isn't that true of most diamonds until they're shaped with kindness and polished with loving care? All flowers eventually wilt and all tears will dry in time and all colors may fade in the setting sun. But unconditional love endures forever in the hearts of everyone you've touched with your beautiful soul. And that's how we shine. That's how you can shine with gratitude. That's amazing. That's amazing. I, I love the words and I love the choice of the words. And um, it really feels, it really resonates. And uh, I really hope that it's, it's inspiring for our younger listeners. Um, I'm also curious if you want to share with us uh, who are the people that impacted you that you're very grateful for and that you would like to mention. Yeah, I, well, I mentioned my mother and uh, that's, that's somebody, you know, she taught me uh, the purpose of volunteering and, and sharing that smile with everyone and making people feel beautiful. And there's also my, my father. He was in World War II and was part of the D-Day invasion. And, uh, you know, he went through some, some major things there, but he volunteered to do that, to wow. stand up for others. And I remember when um, I was very young, probably six years old or so, that he knelt down next to me and said, um, be a leader, not a follower, but know when you need to lead by following. But mm -hmm. most of all, be a leader in some way. And it was all about... Uh, for him, leadership. And I remember him teaching me what leaders were and why and uh, brought that to me so I can lead with love. And that's the combination of both parents. Wow, that's so beautiful. And I think it's, it's really um, a way of expressing your appreciation for them that you, that you got their, bo both of their lessons and uh, you're expressing them into the world. And I think this is very beautiful. So um, we are nearing the end of our time together. And um, I would love to know where we can find you, where we can see your work. 
Yeah, uh, I just launched my new website, which is guidetothesoul.com. And it's a completely redesigned site. So I've got videos up there. I have all sorts of content. I'm posting a lot of my, my interviews so you can hear other things. And, and uh, I do probably about three, four interviews a week. So it's awesome. There's tons of content. Um, and also on my Facebook page, if you want to connect there, it's facebook.com slash guide to the soul. And the links are on my other site. And then my uh, third area is Soul Ciphers. Uh, that's my latest book that came out, and I have a website for that too. So it's soulciphers, C-Y-P-H-E-R-S.com. And it has, uh, again, more video and other content, and there's some special offers there. All right. So make sure you go there. You visit um, Robert in his many places where, where you can find him online. Thank you so much for being here with us and for sharing your wisdom and your life experience and your love. Thank you. Well, thank you. And it's uh, true gratitude uh, for, for allowing me to uh, share some, some divine thoughts and uh, speak on this wonderful topic. Definitely. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. Help us reach our goal of inspiring 100,000 people by sharing this podcast with your loved ones, with your Facebook friends. And if you loved this episode, please write a review on iTunes.